one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As you may already know, not all movement practices are designed in an equal way. In the Lit Yoga Method, we help you retrain your brain and body to move better for everyday life. Through physical therapy drills, yoga, functional mobility, core stability, and flexibility, the Lit Method rewires habitual movement patterns and postural imbalances to help you feel stronger, more energized, and more balanced, both on and off the mat. Our online platform, The Lit Daily, is designed for easy convenience with a robust offering of class types, so you can boost your energy while getting stress relief. Improved brain wiring means you will move with more ease and efficiency because we teach you the how and why behind movement choices, not just poses for the sake of poses. All movement teachers on the platform are certified by LIT and share a common language providing education with clear cues that give you the needed reinforcement for enhancing your movement habits. Thousands of students in over 50 countries get lit to feel more confident, more powerful, and more alive. We offer two subscription options for all levels and bodies. The Lit Daily option consists of over 500 classes in our library, with so many categories I can't even list them, but some include short on time, injury prevention, stress reliefs, and different body parts. There's also a Tuesday and Thursday live class that's streamed on the daily, and there's always a class of the day to help you take the guesswork out of what class to do. Lit Daily members also get 50% off the monthly workshops. The Lit Prime subscription offer has everything in the daily plus over 20 weekly live Zoom classes with Lit teachers providing real-time feedback. This is wonderful for community and to get your feedback from a teacher for your own alignment. We also get free monthly workshops in the Lit Prime option. Both of these are streamable right into any TV or device through an Android, iPhone, and iPad apps. Movement changes everything, and when we move better, we feel better. So sign up for our free two-week trial and see how getting lit can help you feel your best today and for years to come. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A. I'm joined by KB and Slim Shady in the back if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> 
This is where you ask the questions and we answer with joy, with curiosity, with passion, and with our opinions. So, hey, KB. Hey, how are you, Laura? So good. Very good. good. Um, let's start off. This is from one of our teachers who is anonymous for now because she wanted to be able to you know, have people listen to this um, that you might be referring to in the question. Lately, I have people telling me that they have no cartilage in their knees, many with both knees lacking cartilage. I know posture and habitual movement patterns will cause extra wear, but like what else? Is it genetic or are the movement patterns learned by genetics, i.e. watching parents moving and copying? And um, so she was really wondering about that. Yeah, I'm going to start, I mean, off? start off there. Yeah, that's definitely that is a common thing that people are told by their doctor. You have no cartilage in your knees. Um, and I question that. Like, do they truly, you know, are they really bone on bone? You know, because, I mean, our knees are our largest joints in the body. Very, very, very commonplace to wear away. And to answer the question, yes, a lot of times it it is mechanics. They, we will not move in our hips so we do way too much movement through our knees we do way too much movement with our quadriceps versus getting back into our hamstrings our glutes and so it's this repetitive constant wear and tear there is a genetic component to it by way of the way you're shaped so you know if you're are more of a knock need or what we call like a genuine uh, valgum where your knees come in where you might wear away more on the um, you know, outer surface of the knees. If you are more bow-legged, you, excuse me, on the inner surface of the knees, if you're more bow-legged, you might wear more away on the outer surface of the knees. So, you know, it, there's genetics by way of that. And I think modeling, you know, you might walk like your, your dad or your mom did. Um, so the biggest thing that we see with wear and tear of the knees, I think boils down to two things. Mechanics, I guess three. Mechanics, a little bit of genetics, and then weight. Um, we, it, we cannot deny the fact that if the amount of weight going through the knees is a complete ratio of how much body weight there is. And just so you all know, the amount of weight that goes through your knees, really your kneecap, but that knee joint, just from going up the steps doubles, going down the step triples. So think about that. Now, squatting down is seven times your body weight so for every pound more you gain which is normal as we get older we gain weight that's seven more pounds going through this joint if we are only moving through the knees and not sharing that load into the hips into the core um, then they are going to wear away faster so i would question do they really not have any cartilage left or is it worn away on one side more than the other? By simply changing mechanics and incre you know, changing the surface area that people are weight-bearing through, you can take a lot of pressure off of that bone-on-bone -bone area. So I see a lot of people who come to physical therapy and they are in a lot of pain. Do I change, do I give them more cartilage? No, I teach them how to move better, I strengthen up the posterior chain, which is really being underutilized, I teach them how to move through their hips versus their knees, and suddenly, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. They didn't get any more cartilage. They're just not 
it's I call it scratching a scab. They're just constantly wearing away at the same area. That's going to hurt. There's a lot of nerve endings when you start getting that bone on bone, and it is very painful. Um, so I would not stress out about the amount of cartilage, um, but I just what the education of knowing how much weight's going through the knees, why, you know, it does matter how much you weigh. So if there is a weight issue, I would recommend diet, you know, and you hate to be the person to say that because nobody, I'm all about body positivity, 100%. But if there is a, if there's pain associated with it, I'm going to look at how are they moving first. And if that doesn't fix it, then there might need to be a dietary change that occurs. So we're just putting less strain through the body. Laura, what else do you have to add to that? Um, I agree with all that. And that, yeah, it is, it is, it's just, I've had, I've worked with people who um, were carrying too much weight. They acknowledged it. They knew it had pain and knew that that pain was only getting worse because they weren't able to move as much, which is just like a vicious cycle. So you start somewhere and it, it um, again, going over um, mechanics, telling them they're going to be okay, working on core stuff and, and just little by little helping it. The other thing I think is anticipatory like we it's kind of the negative bias in a way we're very apparently we're wired for that meaning like if your parents had knee pain they had bad knees I mean how many people do you, oh I have a bad knee my mom had a bad knee I've you know and you just anticipate it to a degree um it's not that it's that powerful enough but it's just that you haven't done anything different than maybe your parent did in terms of mechanics or demand or load or anything and yes they're like KB said, there can be genetics that predispose somebody, especially when those angles of the femurs are putting more pressure on one side versus the other. There could be an old injury. You know, you might have somebody played high school football, felt fine at the time, but then they they tend to, quote unquote, wear down more. Yeah, because they probably put a lot of stress on that, but they might have never really worked on mechanics and just kept pounding away. So biomechanics cannot be like really under you know, underrepresented here. They're so, so, so important. The other element that I was um, thinking about with knees is that cartilage is made to make movement smoother. There is some cushioning to it for sure, but the meniscus in the knees are really there for a lot of the shock absorption. So you can, like, one of my very early on clients that I had for over, well over a decade, I don't know if I've told this story before about the nun that got the the woman that got ran over by a nun. I mean, this story was beyond like like she was uh, this woman had four kids, was going with her husband into New York, came out from a Broadway show and a drunk nun. Popped the curb and ran over. I mean, it's it's only funny because she survived and would joke about it as well, but ran over her, ran over her leg. Her leg was crushed. Her knee was crushed. So I'm seeing her. She's in her 70s, and she's telling me this story. And I'm like, what? And, of course, they, you know, at that time, the the nuns were really, I mean, they're still protected, but they were really protected that they couldn't do it. But she was in the hospital at that time for a year for the, the amount of damage to her leg and being run over. Yeah. So she survived. She had, she had no cartilage in her knee. Like, and the way I could tell is you could hear it, like, she would Whoa. bend that knee. She didn't have pain because we went over mechanics. She never had to have surgery again after the, the initial, like, putting her leg back together. Um, 
And she said, you know, I was on the way to having knee surgery. And that's the reason she started doing privates with me. I went three times a week to her house for, and she, so biomechanics, strengthening the glutes, other things, even if you literally have, and I, we knew she had no cartilage in there. Um, so it's just, uh, yeah, don't be defined by your diagnosis and really work with someone who knows how to help you. Love All that. right. Yeah, that was a, that was great. I hopped a, a, like drunk a bad joke. None, like it is like, yeah, yeah it's so drug classically dry, like drives over you. <laughs> wow, great, it's crazy. All right, so um, this person wrote the lit daily is a lifesaver for too many reasons to name. My question, this uh, her name starts with an M. That's all I know. My question is, I tend to stick with one lane, slower, shorter, or perce- perceived easier classes. How do I venture out of this lane? This is a great question. I'm sure other people can relate. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, no. I. Yeah. You go right ahead. You go right ahead. Yeah. This is this is common. So, like, I have a I have like practical recommendations, and then I also just have the recommendation of, girl, you got this. You know, like yeah. I think it's a it's a there probably is a fear. Um. You know of of of. And we see that a lot. You know, you get really comfortable. You're probably crushing those easier classes and you're ready for it. I think if she, if if you're she's asking right, a question, can, how do I go into another lane? Yeah, ready for it. And I think you just like Nike says, you just do it. Now, a practical recommendation would be try an intermediate class. And then in the settings, you can slow it down. Take it down to 0.75 because Brilliant. that's the difference. When we say intermediate, Yes, there's more, so it might go a little bit quicker, but the movements might be a little bit more, the transitions might be a little more complicated. And don't be surprised if you are spending way more time looking at what the heck is Kristen doing than you would be normally, because we're challenging you to move differently. We're challenging your brain to learn new pathways. And so, and that's okay. So slowing things down allows you still to move, I want to say safer, because you'll have more time to motor plan until you start to learn how we move differently. Because I would say I definitely add, and I know you do too, Laura, we add more uh, intricate transitions in an intermediate and certainly in an advanced level. Um, And so that's where I would say, People, if you're coming to our new trial and you've never done Lit Daily, even if you're an experienced yogi or athlete, don't start with an intermediate or advanced class. This is not an ego thing. This is truly, it is learning the method and learning the transitions because you can hurt yourself like anything. If you go too much, too fast, too soon, you can hurt yourself. So M has done it perfectly. She has started at the beginner, the slower level, now she knows she's ready and she's asking, how can I do this? Well, I say, girl, guy, person, just do it. And then the practical application would be maybe try slowing it down and see how it goes or try half the class and see how you do. Laura, what else did you say? I love that. And everything you said really is kind of the, the encapsulates, you know, lit, which is what we're really trying to do is elevate your physical body metaphysical literacy 
right? So if you think of literacy, like you start slow, like you're reading small books, you're repeating, then you add more varied. And, and this is movement literacy. This is like how you put stanzas together and like transitions and you just like you're there and the, and you're like, okay, I'm ready for the like level two book literacy, you know, and it's the same thing. The great thing is you can always come back to another level, but you're ready to challenge yourself and you can challenge yourself, like KB said, first by knowing that the the literacy of the choreography is going to be a little bit more advanced or challenging. So you can slow down the way it's delivered via like just literally slowing the speed down. A lot of people I know will want to practice with the two of us and say, I, I just have I just bring it down to 0.75 and it's just you're talking a little slower, but it gives my brain the opportunity to like translate that because that's what the literacy is. You have when people we've seen this over a decade of teaching people, they come in and at first they might be freaked out about turning in more than one direction. Like you're actually going to go and now you're facing the back of the mat and what. And then we see these people, you know, four years later and they're going up and down and stepping and we're just giving brief cues, step the right foot, turn left. And they're they're That wiring is fast. The literacy is quick. You know, they're able to, it's coming like becoming more of a speed reader in their wiring, that translation but there's a lot of things. It's like hearing it, then manifesting it in your body, embodying it. And, but get excited about that because it's like this constant uh, nuanced advancement that you can do because what we want is to set ourselves up that we have this beautiful, consistent conversation with our body through movement for the rest of our lives because that's what's going to keep us healthy and happy and uh safe with our movement, you know, all, all of it. So I think, uh, yeah, you're ready for the lane. The next, whatever level up just brought me back to all my kids. And what was the, what were the little, the books you go from the oh, yellow it, to the green, to the red, to yeah. the blue. When that's they were, such a good analogy. Yeah, it is. It is literacy. And that's what I try to tell people when they're like, oh, this class is too advanced for me. And they think it's too fast. And I say, whoa, it's not. Cause I, cause that's, I don't want to say that's a cop out, but that's a cop out for you when you just say, oh, I, I can't. That's that that is too fast for me. Yes. At this stage, just like I wouldn't be able to speak Spanish super fast with somebody because I'm just I'm not that stage of literacy. You're not there yet. But don't think you can't get there. You can because this brain is highly plastic, highly persuadable. So don't start telling it like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. That's way too fast for me. It's now it's quick you're at a higher literacy but you'll get there you got this <laughs> you got this all right so yeah let us know about how that feels Lim. Um. i don't know about you but when i think of vacation it's not quite complete if i'm not doing some movement if i'm not getting out and having an experience why not join us for a vacation and move your body Laugh, experience joy with us in Europe this summer. That's right. The Lit Team is coming to Europe. We start off in Paris, France, July 15th through 16th. Ooh la la. We have two classes there, Prime Your Power and Find Your Lift. We also have some excursions like 
private wine and vegan cheese tasting, and a Sunday brunch. Then we head on to Frankfurt, Germany, July 18th through 20th. There I'm doing three classes, Power of the Pole, Master Soas, and Set to Launch. We also have a private guided bike tour that you can join us on. So it's not just in the studio, but outside. We congregate, we laugh, we experience good food, we have fun. And then finally, we will end up in Salzburg, Austria, July 22nd and 23rd. There will be three classes there, Sustainable Shoulders, Better Backbending, and Spark. And then you can join us, I'm so excited for this, on a private Sound of Music bike tour. That's right. You can do things in the studio, outside the studio, move your body, learn from us. You don't have to be a Lit Daily subscriber. You don't even have to ever practice Lit. But do you want to know more about your body? Do you want to have hope for your future self by actually learning educational tools while having such a great time with us? So join us. Go visit the show notes and sign up. Remember, we're going to be in Paris, Frankfurt, and Salzburg. And we'd love, love, love to have you join us. Okay. Um, what is your go-to move or moves for when you, oh, sorry, Sunny. What is your go-to move or moves for when, when you're feeling heavy or low and when you're feeling anxious or uncertain in life? Thank you both, Sunny. No. Yeah, no, that's a good question. You know, I think for me, when I'm feeling um, anxious, which is kind of a similar thing. I think if I'm feeling anxious, I do feel kind of heavy and low in my body. I love a flow, you know, I mean, like a, a I call them like the swirls. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I call it a flowy flow, a stretchy stretch yeah. where there's almost, it becomes a dance in a way. So um, I will get on my mat and, and just move with a degree of almost um, like a writhing type. And I just find that that feels good in my body. So for me, I like to do things when I'm feeling that way to feel good. Um, and that would be my movement practice, you know, and sometimes to settle my mind, that can do the job because suddenly I'm, I put music on and it's just, I mean, dance is healing and music mm. is healing. Yeah. For me, maybe it's, I actually need to separate and go and sit outside in the sunshine and read a book for 20 minutes. And I just can feel it go, you know, level down. And then it's funny because that's all I need. And then I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go back to it. You know, like, so I think there are multiple different ways, which is nice because sometimes some way that I think would normally work doesn't work. I got to try another way. Um, so movement, sunshine, something to distract my mind, whether it's it's reading. A lot of people will say going for a run does that too. Um, I think that that works for me sometimes as as well. Or maybe more if I'm wound up than, say, feeling heavy or low. But to be fair, I would say when I'm feeling like that, I tend to slow things down a little bit and just kind of take a little break to lighten my load in my head, which, you know, that's what works for me. Laura, what works, what works for you? Yeah, I think I'm similar to you in the sense that I just have become more intuitive. And I think this goes back to that kind of like 
really having this conversation and understanding my body well. I don't know the answer, but I know if I get on the mat and do something, I will start to feel the responsiveness of what I need in my body. So it might be like, yeah, more swirly, syrupy movements just to kind of, you know, and I did that a lot after my dad died. I felt so contracted, you know, just really uh, just not just low, but really like, like um, also crusty, you know, just like so grief stricken and I just kind of needed just a little bit of like uh let me just move and syrup and you know let some of that energy in the form of emotions move through me and it really worked I if I had gone like to try and do something rah rah I, I I wouldn't have lasted because I just didn't even have that um I, I just didn't have that even that amount of energy to tap into but once I started it I got more energy and then it led to that later, not, not not one one day, you know. So I think again, it's just like, where are you in that day and what and, and the more you get to know your body and its needs, um, you won't always know the answer right away, but just start to feel like, is this making me feel better or is this just making me feel like I'm dragging worse? You know, so sometimes it can be what what you don't think. You know, I remember one time um, having just a little like ache in my neck, no big deal. And I would always like roll my shoulders or neck. And then I was, I was teaching a, a class with one pound weights and I was doing something. And afterwards I'm like, all that neck soreness had gone away. Who would have thought holding my hand with a weight and moving it around, but it was almost like I just needed more connection to who knows if it was related, but it seemed very related. Um, so I think, yeah, if you're anxious, um, Try and feel like get grounded. Start with our reset. It really has this amazing transmission to get you both grounded and energized, which I think when you're feeling anxious, you're usually feeling like unmoored. And so you just kind of need to, and that can be enough. Even going through Sun Sal 1 is part of it. Uh, there's usually not one move per se. It's just like the mood of the movement is kind of more how I would describe it. But if I'm feeling low or lacking of energy I just start small and often if I can get a little kind of plyo explosiveness in there yeah. that'll really help I, I will say sometimes like, when you don't you think find myself needing this is a weird mm-hmm. like if I'm out and about and I'm feeling nervous about that like let's say my daughter's competitions or whatever yeah I want to get on my hands like it's the we- I have yes this need to just like and I have to restrain myself from not just like popping into a handstand in the middle of it the handstand is almost it's almost like a one-stop stop solution you it's can weird. feel down you can feel anxious you can feel uh just distract it is it just it there's some yeah it does something about just like whew, puts it grounds you and yet energizes you but we can't give that example for everybody because maybe you don't have oh. the handstand yet but it could be a reason to practice it so exactly <laughs> All right. I think we have just one more quick question. This was uh, from Becca. And this is more applicable to me, but you could talk as well about like for healthy snacks because she said, Becca Bell asked, how do you manage eating vegan, nutritious during travel like airport road, international? I can never pack enough snacks. Ha ha. Um, yeah. I mean, first of all, airport, like you're going to get just <laughs> brutalized if you try and buy 
airport food. I don't care if it's vegan or not. It's so pricey. So for me, it's just like in good conscience, I am always trying to bring stuff uh, because even if I can find it, it's going to be four times expensive. And I just don't. I'm like, that's just not worth it just because they have us captive in this, you know. So I just I I just bring a variety of snacks. Uh, I've learned I can't bring hummus. That'll get taken. <laughs> Peanut butter will get taken. Um, not not everywhere, but a lot of airports any that there that's a liquid form i've gotten hummus before through maybe once but i don't even bring it anymore so bring i bring um macro bars they're my favorite bars they're so yummy so good and i bring mixed nuts um i'll bring some you know if it's international i'll bring some fruit even if it's not international but i'll bring bring fruit but obviously i have to make sure they eat it on the plane when international because you usually can't bring in fruit or produce and and then I had it. I I if I'm traveling internationally, I call ahead of time and let, trust me the the vegan meals international flights are often the best. They're probably better than a lot of the other stuff. So yeah, just like life, you got to be prepared. And so yeah, just bring as many snacks as you can. And if you don't um, know about this already, for vegan or vegetarian, there's an app called Happy How. It can find so you can be in an airport. You might not have brought anything, and you're not sure what airport food is going to have it. Happy Cow will have, in and most airports, uh, you know, at what terminal you can buy something, and so that's also that's, uh, and and then it's just anywhere else in the world as well, any town, city. We've we've summoned it. We'll be on a volcano and the Big Island of Hawaii, and found like you know nine options that were vegan or vegetarian friendly in such a small area. So that's my. I, how about when you're traveling for any kind of healthy food? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I agree with you 100 with the cost for anything, vegan or not. You know, yeah. it's just ridiculous, and it's just trash. So I, I bring snacks. I bring snacks everywhere. I do but, too. And I'm, but I, and I do the same snacks. It's, it's bars. It's nuts. It's raisins. It's, um, you know, dried fruit. Even I like some, you know, candy in there too, just to get a little sugar yep. pop if I'm feeling, you know, like my, just a temporary drag until I can get an actual meal. Um, because I just I. I do eat more like a bird, like smaller things throughout, smaller meals throughout the day, but I'm I'm also not like a snacker. So I would almost say it's more like tiny meals. Mini meals, yeah. Mini meals, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just be prepared, like life. Yes. All right, we love your questions. Again, such a great variety. Uh, so you could write us. A lot of these were from uh, stories on Instagram or direct messages. Direct message me, Laura.Hyman or KB at KB99, uh, KB Williams 99 or you could actually do it through our Redefining Yoga podcast at yep. Redefining Yoga podcast. You can also just email us if you're not a social media person at support at lityoga.com. Those get forwarded to us and we just have a little folder and send them over and then we go through them. So nothing's off the table. You can ask us about the body. You can ask about lifestyle. Um, you can ask us about parenting. You know, we've kind of between the two of us got a lot of years, a lot of experience, and we will give you our opinions and that's what they are. And, um, you know, our opinions, I think, are good for something. But uh, yeah, yeah. Challenge us. Exactly. Challenge us. And come and meet us in person. KB and I are going to be in Telluride. And that's in the end of June. I don't have the dates in front of me. I, that's really ridiculous. I don't. I think it's the 22nd. But go to lityoga.com and go to other um, in our shop. You can see how to get to those workshops. We're also going to be in Europe this summer. 
come and meet us. We're going to be in Paris, in Salzburg, in, in Frankfurt, and um, then KB and Rana are going to be um, in Germany. And where else are you going to be? Uh, we're going to be also in Belfast. So Belfast. we'll be in um, Hungary and, uh, no, Budapest. Bu- Budapest, Budapest, yeah. Belfast. Budapest yeah. and um, Hamburg. Yeah. Yeah. So come see us in person. We would love that. Or, you know, practice with us or both. Practice with us online at letyoga.com. Rate, review, and please share this podcast because we just love um, meeting new people and having, you know, more people in our community. So thank you so much. We love you. And as always, we're pulling pulling for for you. you.